Bienvenidos a Wrestling Binge Face. Soy Adam McCoy. Soy Amanda Kathleen. Adam and I work in TV. We watch a lot of TV. If we made a spooky company, it would be to scare people with TV. Ooh. We will come and do your TV and scare you. Like my head would pop in. Mm-hmm. We take the glass out and that would come out of it and they would get so scared because they th- they would think it's poltergeist happening yeah mm-hmm. that they would die or the ring or the ring mm-hmm. yeah spooky it's spooky <laughs> that brings us into what we're watching this week los spooky season one yes so if you listen to our beginning that was in spanish see si. <laughs> senorita es muy espanol <laughs> <laughs> if you didn't realize that already but adam's got some Espanol knowledge to drop. See, <laughs> so this is an, uh, just such an odd show all around. It is, yeah. Because I try to find like the beginnings of the show, uh-huh. and, there's, and there's really like no, no, like someone had an idea and they did behind it. it. <laughs> uh, Fred Armisen's like, I always kind of wanted to do a show in Spanish, right? <laughs> and then I like horror stuff, and I've been pitching the around, pitching the idea around for a while. Oh, really? And so he'd worked with. Julio Torres mm-hmm. on Saturday Night Live, mm-hmm. and they kind of got along, and then somehow Anna Fabrega got involved with it, okay. and he's like, hey, guys, why don't we do this show? So they kind of started working on, really, the idea was first was just to have a show only in Spanish. Je- uh, you, yes, right. that was the main I point. mean, it's mainly in Spanish. Yes. Yeah. And Fred Armisen, like, his mother's from uh, Venezuela, mm-hmm. and he just, this is kind of something he's wanted to do for a while. Right. They pitched the idea to HBO, <laughs> and HBO was like, sure. <laughs> And then they came up with all the, you know, with the rest of it. I'm very surprised they, well, I guess because I think had Fred Armisen not been attached, it would have went to Latin HBO, right? I think so, probably. But because he's there, they're like, put it on the main slate. It's produced um, by Lauren Michaels, Mm -hmm. who's one of the producers. Which I was like, what? I was like, that's cool. I know, yeah. And and it's weird that it's HBO, Mm -hmm. not anything to do with NBC or NBC Universal. But hey, okay. That's sure, good. why not? It did, uh, I did read that Fred Armisen was kind of obsessed with horror growing up. He oh, said really? he always wanted to live in a horror movie, which is kind of where the idea came from. That's crazy. He loved the old Hammer films, which mm-hmm. was like a British version of the horror, uh, and also the Universal Dracula. Oh, that right. Kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so that's really all the backstory there is. <laughs> they were like, okay, we're going to make this show. For some reason, also, he just really liked the idea of wearing a red vest and being a ballet. <laughs> so they added that in the show. I like his, his, I mean, in the pilot, like his first line is like telling his nephew, I, I've always wanted to park cars for a living. And, and that's f- what I do. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the flashback scene with him and the Hot Wheels. Right. Fantastic. <laughs> uh, uh, but it's already been picked up for a second season. It actually got picked up pretty quickly. For I think a second I heard season. that. Yeah. yeah. Um, so that'll be interesting where they go from. It's got there. a nice end. Yeah. So, it def- you know, more spookies going on. Um, they did say that one thing they think is funny because part of the show, like, there's some English in the show. Mm-hmm. And it's really, but it's all mostly in Spanish. Yeah. But I think it's kind of made for an American audience. Mm. Because, you know, and so they they think it's funny. The creators are like, I think people in Spanish who are watching it are like, this is kind of weird because probably the Americans, <laughs> that they must think that's funny. And then the Americans are like, oh, this is kind of weird. Probably because it's in Spanish, and maybe we don't kind of get the <laughs> the the reference right. of how weird it is. Uh-huh. So they the um they think that's kind of funny. They're like, I think it works both ways. It's just weird. It's just weird. But in I general, think yeah. people are going to be like, yeah, it's weird because it's Spanish, and you know, right. Latin America. Like, I think it's weird because it's America, Americanized. That's what the weird where the weird comes in. But no, it's just weird all around. Right. That way. 
So the character that plays Ronaldo mm-hmm. with no why. No why. And then the character who plays Ursula, they're both actual like serious actors, not oh, really okay. comedy. They haven't really done a lot of comedy. Mm-hmm. So they were brought into this into the series. They, they hit the ground running. Right. But they both have backgrounds in drama. Like the, serious. Uh, yeah, like actual drama yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. And the other two are just completely comedy. Like <laughs> SNL and then uh, the Toddy character she wrote she wrote or she played in the uh, Amy Sedaris show. She wrote for the. Okay. She's had a character in that show, and she wrote for the Gethard show. Mm-hmm. Remember his show? It's an internet yeah, show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She wrote for like all of his shows that were on True TV. Right. So she's really into comedy. Is so she? She's American. She is American because she was they make that they make they say this line in the in the begin in the beginning, which I think is hilarious. So her accent. So she grew up in America, but speaking Spanish at a young age. Right. But everyone around her spoke English. Right. So she still spoke at home occasionally, mm-hmm. but she did lose the accent. Right. And that's why they intentionally put that part in there. Yeah. Like, it's going to sound weird that... She did a semester has, in Minnesota, yes, mm-hmm. but still doesn't know how Didn't to speak English. Didn't learn English, <laughs> but still has picked up the accent. I, I was like, I was wondering. I was that's like... pretty funny. When they said... when Because when, you can tell her, her accent's not as yeah. the same as the other ones. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I wonder if she's American. <laughs> Yeah, so she was Americanized very early. Right. Um, which, I, yeah, I thought it was funny. They were like, how are we going to explain this? We'll just write it in there. We'll tell them later. Yeah, you guys heard that part, right? Right. That's why she sounds That's different. why she doesn't sound Mexican. But they also, that's another reason why it's not set in any specific city. It sounds, it looks like it's Mexico. Well, it right? Because it sounds like it's close to Los Angeles. The original title was going to be Mexico City. Mm-hmm. Only good things happen. <laughs> um, but it's not in Mexico City. They right. said it was going to be too hard to try to keep trying to mm-hmm. bring up Mexico, you know, in Mexico City. But also that helps to explain why all the accents are a little bit different. Right. Like Fred Armisen is it's doing like his mother's version of that accent from right. what he knew growing up, and mm-hmm. they're all from different areas. So that's I think it adds to it. It's just kind of like this it's just a place. It's just a Spanish location. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Who knows where it's maybe at? Maybe close to Los Angeles, maybe not. Yeah. And one more thing that I thought was kind of interesting, the Bernardo... Valesco, he does play Ronaldo. Mm-hmm. He talks about how when he read for the role, he thought it was interesting because he grew up like a Marilyn Manson fan. He had like a room oh, in the garage uh-huh. where it was like dark. He never wore the clothes though because he said his grandma wouldn't love him anymore if he dressed <laughs> like that. So it was kind of nice to live, you know, relive that uh-huh. on the show where he's to totally decked out in the in the in the outfit. That's funny. That way. But it's just such a weird even the creation of the show, like I said, it's just so random. It is. Like, there's not like, I had this great idea that we mm-hmm. need to do. It's kind of like, well, this could happen, this could happen. Right. And that's then it was made. So. See what can happen, kids? Yeah, just try. Just try. So Adam's done dropping knowledge. This is your spoiler warning. Um, I highly recommend go watching it. Even if you can't read good, you know, give it a try. Yeah, you can stop it. And you pause can stop it. On. Take a moment. Do it. Educate yourself. Literally six episodes. <laughs> it's literally six episodes. Yeah, at like 24 and a half minutes long each. So. Yeah. So, Los Espookes, season one, overview. A group of friends start a horror business together. Also, some weird shit happens. The end. The end. <laughs> That's basically yeah. it. Mm-hmm. So, Ronaldo and two of his friends throw a quinceanera party for his cousin, his, his, his niece, sister. His sister. Yeah. Um, and Fred Armisen, who plays Uncle Tico, mm-hmm. really likes it and says, you guys should start a business. And so they do that. So they put on spooky horror things to help their clients. Yes. One client needs... The priest wants them to fake an exorcism, an exorcism. because the new hot 
Yep. Glossy lip priest is, is stealing his thunder. Yep. So he's like, ah, oh, but no kids have been, uh, you know, possessed lately. So nope. if you guys just could just fake that. It'd be great. Yeah. And then there's a good one where they fake a sea monster for the beach. For the tourism. For pub- mm-hmm. Yeah. So there's like different things here and there. And then you have a strong follow through plot of each individual character. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's stuff going on in their life. So Ronaldo's the first one. He's very happy-go-lucky, loves doing horror spooks. That's all he wants to do. He's yes. happy doing it. He lives for that. And then Andres is the also known as the Chocolate Prince because his mother and father, who he believes is his adopted mother and father because mm-hmm. they found him at an orphanage, um, run a candy company. Yes. And their goal in this show is to get him to marry the cookie. The cookie prince. The cookie prince's <laughs> empire. And merge the empire. Merge them together. <laughs> they make such great uh, chocolate creations as Mickey Moose and Harvey <laughs> Potter's. <laughs> what, what's the chocolate they had to get? Ca- oh, the Charlie Wonka's. Charlie Wonka. They got a uh, <laughs> They got a cease and desist, and desist for that one. <laughs> but at least we can rely on our Mickey Moose. <laughs> And then there's Ursula, who is like a dental hygienist. hygienist also yeah. makes the teeth, the, the fake teeth. Yeah. Yeah. So she's doing that on the side to get money, but they all rather be doing Something spooky else. horror yeah. stuff. Yeah. And then her sister Tati is just crazy. She is an island on her own. She's there to help out when they need it. Mm-hmm. She her jobs consist of blowing a fan on the priest. Moving a second hand on a clock. Mm-hmm. A human Fitbit. She count, a human Fitbit. Mm-hmm. She counts stuff. Basically, like. <laughs> That's what I, when I read that Torres is like, one of my favorite things was writing the jobs for her. Because it's coming <laughs> up with the most random jobs. It's hilarious. <laughs> that she would have. Yeah. And then Uncle Tico, who is Fred Armisen, pops in and, in and out, valet in Los Angeles. The only person in the world. He's like can the park, valet. Who can park two cars at the same time. Exactly. He is the valet. And then uh, Carol Kane comes in halfway through as a famous director, Bianca Nova. That's oh. Ronaldo's favorite director mm. of like horror films. And I mean, that's a side note, but like she's not part of the cast. But yeah, but it's nice to but see. But that's her. a good one. Yeah. yeah, it was a fun. It was a fun. It's a fun little show. trip through uh, horror and I think Spanish. <laughs> yeah, I think if you're like Adam. And you've been watching horror movies all of your life, and you watch this. It's kind of like you you resonate with that. Like mm-hmm. like if you could be making a spooky horror yes. company, you would definitely be doing that. And it was so great that because the Carol Kane character mm-hmm. was made in the seventies when it was practical, cheap, right. gory, over yep. the top effects, and that's mm-hmm. what they do. There's nothing that's fancy. Right. There's it. nothing fancy. Like when they pretend to be the aliens, mm-hmm. it's so obviously fake. <laughs> obviously fake but they're fooling government officials still right but it's just you know and the big ropes and levers and everything mm-hmm. it's just very you know old school it is and, which is which i think is fun yeah and it's it's a funny concept though it's really easy to follow there's nothing complicated i think the plot i think each plot of every episode is very well done mm-hmm. and i think the actors are very, do do it very well yeah i th- it's very smart and very, very funny. Kind of like Portlandia. It's like it very is smart. Very, it's very kind of like Portlandia. And the fact that they'll 
a joke or something will hit and then no acknowledgement to it some and move of, on. Some of Andre's one-liners are like so mm-hmm. good. Like, yes. and what The problem is with reading is that you read it and then you kind of have to think about it for a second and you go, oh my God, that's so yeah. Instead of just like hearing them say it. But Yeah, there were so many. Like good. every part of it was just chock full of, of so much stuff. I think my favorite Andre's moment was when they dress up <laughs> as trolls and they go to that weird guy Pepito's house. Oh. <laughs> and they're like, so what do you want us to do? And he's like, well, if, if you could sit on your lap and like, what? and Andres is like, oh, oh I pervert. understand this. You're a pervert. Okay. Yeah. yeah we're leaving. <laughs> it's, like, it's, it's probably my favorite line. Of yeah. This. That's pretty good. Yeah. But yeah, there were so many little things that just hit mm-hmm. that were, that were so funny and it was just chock full of them quick and it just moved on. Mm-hmm. It wasn't dull or didn't have any like, no. Parts that were lacking, I think. It, w- it was very much like Napoleon Dynamite or mm-hmm. Nacho Libre and the fact that it was just like straight. Like Under, this, is your, this almost, is your joke, straight. Almost underplayed, but not in a mm-hmm. bad way. It's like, no. there you go. So subtle. Mm-hmm. And that's what made it so funny. Because mm-hmm. it wasn't all anymore over the top. It would not be. No. But yeah. And I think the mix of actual weird fantasy mm-hmm. in it yeah. that maybe they were living in some weird weird place also is kind of cool because like what they're doing is not real they're making up yeah horror spooky stuff but or is is the weird stuff that happens just in andre's head like right but you also real? have the tv talent lady who doesn't yeah. remember why she's on set mm-hmm. and then her manager's trying to find another person to replace her and they have it kind of there's like an eerie thing about the magical the show. mirror yeah. porter where portal where the like ambassador she, gets sucked sucked into it like she actually gets sucked through yeah yeah so there's a there's a, a bit of that so i think that's cool like mm-hmm. it's obvious what they're doing is not real but then but there is some re- real spooky stuff real is spooky happening stuff. yeah so it's a good mix of like which from reading julio torres who was you know the other writer with it right was not he's not a big fan of horror horror mm-hmm. much more supernatural kind of mm. that kind of that yeah. kind of thing so that's probably where that element comes into it more than just the right that there's a demon water yeah, lady water inside demon. of inside of him that I'm wants shadow, to watch the king's speech I'm not a shadow in the water I'm the shadow of the water <laughs> what that's, yeah that was fun I read about the the point of that which is it's kind of funny how the Certain the media will just kind of push something like everyone should love this movie. Right. It's fantastic, it, and it got so bad that even a water shadow demon heard about this, and she's like, "I have to watch this movie because it's fantastic." Right, and then they and watch, it like, and she's yeah. like, "No, nah, it's okay." It's all right, it's okay, <laughs> I guess. I don't know if it was worth the wait or right. all the pressure. Um, He's yeah. like torrenting it, like it's fantastic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I did see that. Oh well, maybe we'll get into this. So, what favorite episodes that you had? I love all of them. <laughs> like honestly, like. All of the all of the episodes are really great because each one ha- like they're s- trying to spook in each one and it's different and yeah I don't know I I like I enjoy all of them I do I I, th- I enjoy them all I think the pilot's probably my favorite episode the pilot's really good um, and I did realize after watching them all and then reading about it that's the only one that Fred Armisen wrote on oh really yeah so he wrote on that one mm-hmm. um, and then the other the other five episodes mm-hmm. were from again I'm gonna butcher the names here. But from Julio Torres and Anna Fabrega, mm-hmm. the, so the, the other five were just written by those two. Those who wrote the show, right? The rest of them. So the only one that he actually wrote on was the pilot, and it wasn't like the other ones were bad. But I think no. there's a little bit more in a the pilot. A little bit more episode. of him in it, maybe. 
kind of like when they're describing mm-hmm. the the valet. Maybe because he wanted to be a valet, <laughs> but like the whole the scene where he's blindfolded and they talk about he's the right. only man who can can park two cars at once. <laughs> right. It was a little punchier that way, I think. But yeah, every episode was was really good. It's just in my wheelhouse, right in your wheelhouse. of like weird, funny things. Like that's that's my mm-hmm. that's my jam. And I think it's slightly off kilter. Right. It it even kind of reminds me of Erie, Indiana a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like weird shit is happening and everyone's like just going about their business. Like it's cool. <laughs> yeah. But it's a world where uh, Duke can pretend to be a cartoon prince and try to <laughs> fall in love with Tati. <laughs> that whole storyline, all I want is Tati to get with this Duke mm-hmm. and she just is like, you lied to me. I can never be with you. It's, yeah. it's very good. Yeah, that I, whole thing's very good. Tati's probably my favorite, one of my favorite characters. For sure. Yeah. You know? Shit. Because it's just so <laughs> She's random. So hilarious. What, what happens? What about pet peeves or least favorite episodes? Um, I didn't have any pet peeves. I think at the end, I think it's the last episode when they're separated and like they're not together. It's I want them, I want them back together. Yeah. So I was like, no, go back together because it's kind of. But that you were invested in the show. So I was. Nice job. Yeah. That was very good. What bingeability would you give it? I'm gonna give it a four and a half. It's I I want to give it a five, but I'm gonna give it a four and a half just because I have to read it and it's very yeah. hard for me because they talk very fast, so I yes. have to read very fast and I'm not a good reader. So okay. <laughs> those words again, if, if <laughs> those damn words. <laughs> if if I was a fast reader, I would mm. definitely give it a five, but because okay. it, it takes me a little bit, I have to give it a four and a half because I, I watched it in it, cycles. It's also just like you're like kind of one slight step removed mm-hmm. like if you were picking up on it as you're watching it mm-hmm. you'd be into it that much more but mm-hmm. it is like even visually trying to watch it yeah and read the words mm-hmm. at the same time it does kind of pull you out of it a little bit it does but you know it's but still really good no but it's very if, good if it were all in your language but then also it wouldn't be as weird i think as an american it gives audience it like a yeah it gives it like a, a little more macho feel. libre type a uh mm-hmm. like it's a little removed but it's very funny yeah yeah if I knew Spanish, you'd really love more it. than I do. <laughs> I'm very bad at it. You'd so. be so into it. Uh, that leads us into our last segment: snack attack. What Perfect. were you eating while binging Los Espookies? Well, since it was so close to Halloween, mm-hmm. dipping into the candy uh, reserve mm. trick or treaters, one that you will vehemently disagree with. Yeah. But uh, Tootsie Rolls, the old Tootsie man Roll, candy. Tootsie Roll midgets. Which is probably inappropriate. Oh Can you even say that anymore? But that's what they're called. Why can't they just be called minis? They should. They probably have changed the name of them by now. But, <laughs> but yeah. Or miniature. Miniatures, yeah. But the mini Tootsie Rolls. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's a great candy. Say what you will. Mm-hmm. I was going to do a, a, a bit here. Stump Amanda on, the, oh, on okay. the favorite and and least favorite Halloween candies. Right. But I don't want to get into it with you because it'll we're not, we, just infuriate each odds. other. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently, I, I'm living in I'm living in an 80 year old man's uh, mind. Adams with my candy choice. Adams from the 1920s. Yep. Where all they eat are. We go tootsie out rolls. into the Charleston and we eat Tootsie Rolls. <laughs> tootsie Rolls and chalk candy. Mmm. Later on, we'll get a brown cow. <laughs> I actually like brown cows. Yeah. Uh, so we have a Halloween edition snack attack. Also, Dio Dio de los Muertos from Halloween to November 2nd, you know, still celebrating. Still spooky. Still spooky. Um, First up, candy. Any candy. Mm -hmm. Any candy will do. 
whatever your little heart desires. Except circus peanuts. If you come over to my house, don't fucking bring me Tootsie Rolls. Or Tootsie Pops. Just bring them over to or me. Or peanut involved caramel thing. I don't know. Just bring me some motherfucking Snickers and we'll be good. Okay. Okay. Agree to disagree. <laughs> when in Rome. <laughs> when in Rome. The next one, very classic Halloween food. Popcorn balls. Oh, yeah. You get them as a kid. You're like, what the fuck are these? You throw them in the trash. No. But now as an adult, you like them. They're like kettle corn in a ball. Mm-hmm. It's very good. You can eat like an apple. Yeah. You feel like it's a fruit. Speaking of fruit, caramel apples. Fantastic. <laughs> I don't like the candy apples because the hard shell is just, it's just begging for you to like hurt your tooth or something. I think, it, personally, they're, they're better in theory than they are in real life. Mm. It's super hard to eat. You end up eating all the caramel, then it's just a green apple. It's and you're, like, and you're like, this is kind of You have one of the hardest fruits, and you put a layer of extra mm-hmm. hard on top. It's like, what are you doing here? Yeah. The caramel apple is better because it's softer. Mm-hmm. You get some nuts in there. Yeah. There's no nuts on the candy ones. Get that shit out of here. Still, I think it's kind of an over... It's overrated, but I'll go with you on this one. Caramel apples. Um, I'm going to go to more of a... Dio de los Muertos and say, I, I found a picture of this and I want to do it at a Halloween party, but it's guacamole with chips, but the guacamole is coming out of a pumpkin. Oh, yeah, pumpkin's mouth. Like they're vomiting it, it out. out. Yeah. yeah, I've seen that. It's kind of gross, but I'm like, that's a good idea. That, 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 that would be a good one. That would be a hit at a party. That would be a hit, right? If you walked into someone's house carrying that, mm-hmm. like, here we go. It's going to be vomiting the guacamole. They're going to go, You'll oh, that's it. so gross. Wow, that guac's really good. That's how it'll go. Um, la- second to last is all your favorite stick your hand in mystery food items. So oh. you got your peeled grapes, mm-hmm. eyeballs. You got your spaghetti, which is supposed to be intestines, Inten- I guess. Mm-hmm. Worms, brain, something. Something, and then cut up in ketchup, I guess. Weenies for like fingers. Easy. <laughs> <laughs> little little weenies. Okay. Yeah. Little hot dog weenies as fingers. With some tiny fingers. Those are some tiny fingers. Mm-hmm. You can literally use anything. Anything yeah. that grosses you out, put it in a bowl. Have people stick their hands in. Don't eat it after you stick your hand in. But oh, I mean, I guess if you want to. almost flu season. Let's not do that. <laughs> Save yourself some heartache. Don't do it. And then last but not least, anything pumpkin flavored. Literally anything <laughs> pumpkin flavored. You're going to get to a pet Cookies, peeve of mine. Baked goods. Because lattes pumpkin flavored or pumpkin spice flavored? obviously the spice but no. you can do pumpkin pie i know some people want to wait till thanksgiving but you can't eat a pumpkin pie just okay saying. they should have stopped putting the, the term pumpkin in there because there's no pumpkin but pumpkin flavor. bread has pumpkin yes in it. but pumpkin spice lattes have no pumpkin in them well but that tastes good <laughs> agree to disagree <laughs> <laughs> i'm a basic bitch and I need some pumpkin. I need your... Uh, I need my PSL. <laughs> Actually, PSL is a little too sweet, so... <laughs> okay. I, I I will eat anything pumpkin. If you, Like, right now I'm having a very hard time because Trader Joe's has literally everything you can imagine as pumpkin flavored. Pumpkin spice. And I want to get everything, but my husband will punch me in the face if I, <laughs> if I get everything pumpkin because he doesn't eat that. But I want it. I want it all. I literally even bought the spice that says pumpkin spice on it. Yeah, well, that's an actual spice. For so I can pie. Ha- hoard onto it. Oh, it's so bad. The, for the whole year. Okay. 
Call me basic if you want to, but this basic bitch here loves pumpkin. Love your pumpkin spice. Pumpkin spice. I right. love pumpkin and pumpkin spice. Okay. Pumpkin bread is great. Pumpkin cookies. Real pumpkin. Fantastic. But just throwing pumpkin spice in something is not I'm going to put great. a big old dollop of pumpkin in your coffee. How pumpkin or pumpkin yeah, spice? Yeah, no, pumpkin. Not oh, that'll a can. be fantastic. <laughs> great. Add some fiber in there. Perfect. So what are we doing next week, Adam? Well, next week we're going to start our series on... TV shows that are developed from movies. Because there's a lot of them. And we're going to be watching Dark Crystal. Ooh, one of my favorite movies. Mm-hmm. Somebody here likes it a lot more than somebody else. That's me. Yeah. That's me. I but I'm excited. It. it looks really cool. It looks super cool. Mm-hmm. I'm glad to see this come back after 25 years? I guess. 30 years? Yeah. Oh, 30. Easily, right? Yeah, because it was in the 80s. Yeah. 84. So it has a comeback. So it's going to be a mix of... It's mixed practical, of practical effects, puppets. With some CGI. Yeah. So that'll be interesting to see. It, it, it's interesting to see because, like, the CGI is just so good now. Yeah. And that they're using practical also. Mm-hmm. The mix will be great to see how I'm that try to get, get my kids to watch this. I try to get them to watch <sighs> the original movie. Your kids are like snobs. Labyrinth, and they did not get into it. Ugh. Okay. So. But on a side note, mm-hmm. Labyrinth is better than Dark Crystal. Yes, Labyrinth okay. is better than Dark Crystal. However, I have a feeling that this show will be better than both. Okay. So. We'll wait and see. We'll, we'll see. Mm-hmm. Well, because they did Dark Crystal first. Yeah. And then they got a little better. And they were like, oh, we realized did what Labyrinth. we did wrong. And then we got to fix it in Labyrinth. And also you have David Bowie in it mm-hmm. and David Bowie's package. So that's missing out this, of this is true. Dark Crystal. Mm-hmm. What's well, there? You just don't notice. It's in the background. Oh, is it in the background? Mm-hmm, yeah. Oh, okay. Uncredited <laughs> appearance. Appearance of David Bowie and his package. Mm-hmm. Just the package, not David Bowie. <laughs> no, his package just decided to go on set. Mm-hmm. Okay. Thank you guys for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please like, subscribe, and share. If you want to leave a comment, how you want us to watch more Spanish TV shows, or if Los Espookies isn't scary enough for you, you need it more scary. You're like Adam. You you want it. Just like Ash vs. Evil Dead. Yeah. You want blood. You want gore. You want scaries. You want more. You want more. Blood and gore. Definitely probably the least spooky are the ones we watched. Yeah, but it's right up my alley. Yeah. I gave you Ash vs. Evil you Dead. You are not a horror fan. I get it now. <laughs> you know, whatever. Maybe next Maybe next season we'll, mm-hmm. we'll kick it up a notch. Let us know if you want us to kick it up a notch. Bam. Bam. Bam it up in here. Thank you guys, and we'll see you bingers next week. Adios. Adios.